1: everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Wednesday, September 23rd edition. We have a 14-game banger of a DraftKings slate on tap for you tonight. It starts at 6.05 Eastern, a little earlier than normal. If you're playing Fandle, they have a six-game slate that starts at 6.05 Eastern, and then an eight-game slate that starts at 7.10 Eastern. So you get all 14 games, but you got to play two slates at Fandle. So keep that in mind. But uh, 14 games on tap this evening which is going to be a ton of fun. Just starts a little earlier than normal. Also, if uh, just a couple of housekeeping things. If you can uh, follow me on Twitter at BDMTrick, answer a lot of your questions there, or join us in the free Fantasy Sports DJ and Slack chat. Just hit me up. I'll get you up in there. If you have a rating review on iTunes for the podcast, MLB DFS Quick Hits, I would appreciate it a ton. It would help the podcast out quite a bit. And also, if you'd like to see this face for radio daily on the Roto Baller YouTube channel, go check it out there. Give it a like and a share and all that good stuff. And join Roto Baller Premium using promo code Bubba for 10% off. The package of your choice. Fourteen games on tap. Let's just get right into the madness. Phillies, Nationals, total of nine. Rangers, D backs waiting on that one. it looks like Wes Benjamin making the start for the Rangers and Alex Young. It's going to be Gallon. They're moving things around. Looks like we we'll get Alec Alex Young, the lefty tonight. White Sox Indians, total of seven. G Lee overs Bieber. That's just must see TV, folks. Yankees, Blue Jays waiting on the total there. Looks like Robbie Ray's gonna take the bump for the Jays versus the Yankees. What can go wrong there? No idea. Brewers, Reds, total of eight. Astros, Mariners, total of eight and a half. Cubs, Pirates, waiting on that one. Looks like Trevor Williams is going to take the bump for the Pirates. Marlins, Braves, uh, Rays, Mets, waiting on totals there. Orioles, Red Sox, total of nine. Tigers, Twins, total of eight. Cardinals, Royals, total of nine. A's, Dodgers, total of eight and a half. Rockies, Giants, total of nine. So some really good spots to target, some hitting on a 14-game slate, but also some really, really strong pitching candidates, which is great to see on this slate. So let's get right at it. We have a one pitcher over 10K, and his name is the one, the only, the AL MVP, maybe some fighting for AL MVP, Shane Bieber, at $10,200 at home against the Chicago White Sox, a White Sox team that's offense is very, very, very good, as we know. And they uh, they strike out a little less than 26% of the time versus righties. They have a 260 average, 182 ISO, 328 wOBA, So about average to a little above average when it comes to hitting versus righties With a good amount of strikeouts, which, hey, Shane Bieber likes that, Uh, Bieber's averaging over 32 DK points per start. It's ridiculous what he's doing. He has um, basically gone 28 or more in like six straight starts. He has one start in the season below 20 points. Everything else has been groovy, striking out eight or more in every single start this season. He has faced the White Sox back in his third start of the year, six innings to earn eight Ks for 19.9. That's the only start he didn't get 20 points was the Chicago White Sox. I also think it's a great play tonight. I think it's a GPP play. There's a solid floor, and at 10 2, it's a lot cheaper than it's usually been. So the Beebs is in a phenomenal spot tonight. Uh, uh, Indians are looking to kind of look for seeding, wrapping up the playoffs, all that good stuff. Uh, I believe last night they actually got in with the J Ram walkoff, I believe. But uh, keep that in mind. They might be, they're fighting. I think they're only like a game back or a half a game back of the White Sox for the Central Division, which would be tremendous because that'd up them to like the two or the three seed. Instead of a different seed, so uh, Shane Bieber ten two White Sox postseason aspirations on the line. Get some tonight. You got Trevor Bauer at home against the Milwaukee Brewers for ninety eight hundred bucks. This is a very very strong price tag against the Brew Crew team that we love. Strikes out a ton. Bauer faced him earlier this year, uh, six and a third four earned eight ks for sixteen point three. But then he also faced him in Milwaukee six innings one hundred twelve ks for thirty six point five. There's a lot of swing and miss in this Milwaukee Brewers lineup, so it's a good pivot off of Trevor Bauer if you don't want to pay the 10-2 or you just want to be different at 9-8 with uh, Bauer. Again, not pay Bieber, but pay for Bauer. Milwaukee striking out over 27% of the time, first the pitching with a 219 average, a 302 Woba and a 165 ISO, which is not great at all. So tons of strikeout stuff with Bauer. He's in a phenomenal spot at 98 tonight, $400 savings off of Bieber, better matchup against than, against Milwaukee than the White Sox. No problem with Bauer tonight. Very very strong spot. Then you got Giolito at 95 at the Cleveland Indians. This is tough. And see the thing with the the be- Bieber Giolito matchup, you're assuming it's gonna be a pitching duel. So who's getting the W? That's a great question because you really don't know. It's a it's kind of a crapshoot. Uh, he shut down the Indians earlier this year. Seven innings, two or in nine Ks. He's been absolutely dominant except his last two starts, little rocky. Five and two thirds, six innings, three runs in each. Got two homers his last time against Minnesota. Even the Tigers got to him a bit. Only four Ks against Minnesota. Prior to that, looked really good. Um, I had no problem playing against Cleveland. It's an offense that's uh, pretty dreadful. No one's going to own him because they're all going to want Bieber or Bauer. He's at a twenty-four uh, percent. Cleveland strikes out twenty-four percent of the time versus right-handed pitching. I prefer Bauer or Bieber. That's where I'd be going, especially in their single entries. Terry Barton has a question uh, on the live chat asking what pitchers to use in a single entry. I'd use Bieber or Bauer for one. That's for sure. I prefer Bauer for the savings and the better matchup versus Milwaukee. But we know Bieber's got that ceiling that's going to go through the roof. So that's where I'd go with your high-priced options tonight. I'd go Bauer and then Bieber basically for the savings in the matchup, but both are phenomenal options. Can't go wrong either way. Now, if you want to get different in a GPP, Tyler Glass now is 93 at the Mets. He's GPP only because he only goes like five innings. You know, He threw seven against Boston, six against the Yanks. But more often than not, goes five to six innings, throws his 95 to 100 pitches. They keep him very, very regimented. Doesn't give up a ton of runs and strikes out a boatload, but he uses a ton of pitches. That's what doesn't get up deep into the game. Gets you basically 20 points, but he's shown 30 to 40-point upside. So he's a big GPP player, where Bauer and and Bieber are GPP in cash. Glass now is GPP only, but is in a very, very strong spot against the Mets. Um, That that team you can definitely take advantage of with right-handed pitching. They strike out 22% of the time, 264 average. 188 ISO, 355 So That keeps going up with the lefties improving by health. But the strikeouts are there with Glass now and a GPP at 93. I like it quite a bit. But I don't know how much I'll have unless you're doing a multi-entry because if you're keeping it simple like a single entry or a three max, you want all the Bauer and where you can get. But uh, Glass now will differentiate you quite a bit because no one's going to own him tonight on this slate with the, the options just above him. So keep that in mind when you're looking at uh, Glass now. And then the other guy right here at 92 – Again, if you want to pivot off of Bieber or Bauer or you want to combine them with Bieber or Bauer, Kenton to Maeda's ninety two hundred bucks at home against the Detroit Tigers. That is outstanding. Maeda usually goes gives you a six plus at a start, throws you 90 to 95. He's super efficient. You know, he's got seven or more K's uh, in six straight starts. He's been absolutely outstanding overall, averaging well over 20 points a start, is consistent as it comes. And now faces the Tigers team that strikes out over 28% of the time. Let me, re- yep, yep, yep. It's not too early. My eyes don't no see me. 28.1% of the time, first right in pitching. That is asinine. <laughs> that is just criminal. They hit 225 with the 151 ISO and a 289 Woba. Like, I like the Tigers for value from time to time, but you can get Kent to Maeda in that matchup at 9200 bucks. Going to come in extremely low owned <clears throat> against the Tigers, a team you should just absolutely dominate tonight. So Maeda makes for a strong SP2 if you're going to pay up and save on bats with Bauer or Bieber. Or if you want to be different and go away from the Bieber-Bauer, it's just the weird part, right? and I'm going to echo this a lot, and I'm probably going to are going to think I'm just burying this thing to death. But Bauer and Bieber have like 35-point upside more often than any pitcher in baseball right now, where Maeda's got a phenomenal 20-point floor with high 20s, low 30s upside. So there's your difference. You're saving a grand off of Bieber – Detroit's a much better matchup for Maeda. But Detroit versus Milwaukee, pretty similar. Pretty similar. So the Bauer-Maeda conversation is very interesting. I might try to to pair those two up. And on paper, obviously it's baseball and anything can happen. But if Bauer and Maeda do what they can do, you're going to have close to like 65-plus points from your pitchers. That is a tremendous start to things. Just make sure your bats are, are capable. Don't just completely screw your bats up to take these two. But on this slate with 14 games, there's plenty of value there if you want to take it. A Bauer-Maeda combo could be elite, could be very, very strong. I like Bieber a lot, but you think about the matchups, the win equity for Bauer and Maeda, a lot could come from those two, and you kind of uh, go away from the Biebs on that one. A few others to take a peek at. Max Fried returned from the His last start. Looked really good in five innings through 80 pitches. Not sure how long he's going to go, so I'm going to pass on him again tonight, but He's, he's he's an interesting option. You got Kyle Hendricks, 8300 bucks at the Pittsburgh Pirates. We love Kyle Hendricks at home, not the road. He did pitch well in Milwaukee, his last road start, and in Pittsburgh, his last road start. He's got four straight starts at 20-plus points, two on the road and two at home, six or more Ks and three of four. So if you want to go to the professor at 8300 bucks against the Pittsburgh team, that you can definitely take advantage of with right-handed pitching. I don't hate it. Pittsburgh striking out almost 26% of the time versus right-handed pitching, hit 201. So we love p- picking on the Pirates with righties. Prefer, we definitely prefer Hendricks versus, uh, our on, at home than on the road. But I don't hate it in this matchup at 8300 bucks. It's a very solid floor and upside play in cash. So even Maeda and Hendricks in cash, not too shabby to get you even more bats or even Bauer and Hendricks something along those lines. But Hendricks at 83 worth the dart tonight in Pittsburgh. Now after that, it gets dicey. Like I love Sixto Sanchez. He's 7,700 against the Braves. He dominated the Braves a couple starts out. I don't hate it if you want to go there. I loved Sixto Sanchez when he was in the 6K range. That was so much more fun. Still an elite pitcher, a very elite pitcher. I'm, I'm not afraid to say that at his young age. This stuff is ridiculous. He's going to be good for a long time as long as the injury bug stays away. So if you want to look at six Sixto at seventy seven, you can definitely go that direction. Strikeouts can be there against the Atlanta Braves. but still can the power. So take your grain of salt and uh, watch that one very, very carefully. An interesting one, Zach Eflin at seventy three hundred bucks at the Washington Nationals dominated Toronto's last time out seven shutout with nine Ks. Got hit around by the Marlins had a couple of rocky starts. He's pitching really well prior to that. Interesting putt against the Nats at seventy three. Not my favorite, but very intriguing at that price point at seventy three hundred dollars. Um, other than that, though, the the punting's not great. The next guy I'm looking at is Dean Kremer at sixty seven at the Boston Red Sox, the young arm. For the Orioles, has made three starts this season after pitching in the minors, pitching well in the minors, decent strikeout rates in the minors, keeps the ball on the ground and into the ballpark in the minors, which I love to see in his three starts, at least five innings, only one earned in each start, has not allowed a home run yet. And he faced the Yankees at the Yankees, home versus Tampa. So that means he pitched in Baltimore twice and the Bronx. Three very good matchups in hitting ballparks. No home runs, one earned, struck out at least six in each start, has he at least almost 18 points in all three starts. Anything can happen. He has a one six nine ERA and an X tip over four, but he's not walking a lot of guys, or he's walking three guys per start, which is not ideal. But he's striking out a bunch of guys. The hard hit rate's not too bad. The barrel rate's low, keeping the ball in the ballpark. You can look at Kramer as a um, a GPP sb two at sixty $6, seven hundred dollars against the Red Sox team that strikes out nearly twenty four percent of the time versus right handed pitching. Does have a little bit of thump, but even like with Aiken last night, I know Aiken was a lefty, but he gave up some runs versus versus, versus Boston. Still struck out a handful. Got you close to 15 DK points, I believe. You, you throw in um, Kramer tonight. Hopefully keeps the ball in the ballpark a little longer. 67 Hundo, not a bad punt play. You can definitely mix and match that in the, with the other pitchers above. So that's where I'm kind of going on pitching. That shows you how much hitting is available tonight. So, again, Bieber and Gilito, both elite options up top, but they're facing each other, so the win equity kind of gets tough. You kind of respect the the other offenses a bit, especially the White Sox, the Indians. It's like J-Ram and you should be okay. So those, those are in play. I'm going to go Bauer at 98 um, as a, a playoff in a, a better matchup in Milwaukee. Lots of strikeout upside in that matchup. Glass now an interesting GPP play at 93. No one's going to own him. Kenta Maeda at 92 versus Detroit is outstanding. So I'm going to try to do a Bauer-Maeda lineup, see how that pans out. If not, you got Kyle Hendricks at 83 at Pittsburgh, another strong matchup. We prefer the professor at home. Back-to-back good road starts. Four straight starts over 20 points. Great cash game floor. Pittsburgh team that strikes out a ton versus righties. Good matchup there. So Bauer, Maeda, Hendricks, great cash game, threesome right there. Mix and match there where you need to. And then you can go to Sixto Sanchez if you need to, or you punt with Kramer. So that's kind of where I'm going on the pitching side of things tonight. It's going to be really, really interesting. Yeah, good luck, Terry. I hope it works. We'll, we'll try to find some good value bats for you. But I think Bauer, Maeda, just that floor of 60, 65-plus points, barring you know the blowups in September baseball, which we've seen left and right, on paper, the way they match up in those in those games, really, really strong opportunities for both of them. Let's go to the bats on this 14-gamer. And again, FanDuel, six-game early, eight-game late, even though they start an hour apart. Uh, you can use some of this info through FanDuel, and it'll still help you out quite a bit. So we're still covering the 14 games on those slates. Catch your position for you. Salvi Perez can, uh, coming in red hot. A down game last night at 5K. Bit too pricey for me against Martinez. Like when JT Real Muto's 53 versus Fetty. I'd probably go there, but uh, those are your two high price guys over five k. Both really swinging and good. So if you want to go there, you can. I'll probably prefer to save like usual. But both in play this evening. Mitch Garver went deep last night. That's a, a miracle. Not sure I'm going to keep try. I'm going to try that well just yet, but uh, he's interesting. Joey Bart's up to four k. I wish he was cheaper. Two doubles last night. Ground rule double actually hit the ball really hard last night. Like we've been waiting for him to do. Just not ready to put four k into that investment yet, as he hasn't quite put it all together. Martín Maldonado went deep last night. He's 37 versus Marjovici, the lefty. That's probably where I'd start things out if I want to. I prefer to save even more. Like on a slate like this, where I want to pay for pitch pitching, I really want to find a punt catcher if I can. At least you know 3K ish and below. Like Shioka has been catching a ton for the Yankees. If he's in the lineup tonight, he's 32 versus Robbie Ray. A little bit better savings. Uh, I, I don't mind that um, with his matchup. But there's a guy I'm looking for. We're just going to keep sliding down until I find him. You could look at Stallings at 28 versus Hendricks. I, I, I don't mind going to him at his price point, even though I, I do like Hendricks tonight, just good value. Um, we're still sliding. But you have Carson Kelly versus Benjamin at 26. Kelly went deep last night, getting the lefty Benjamin. You can pick on him for sure. Tucker Barnhart versus Hauser. I like Adrian Hauser, but lefty's hit him very well. So so Tucker Barnhart at 25. Those are two values. Like If you don't want to pay up at all, start at Kelly, start at Barnhart. We still have not got to the man I am looking for yet. We're still sliding. That tells you we're going to have some nice value. Victor Caratini, 2200 bucks for Trevor Williams. Very strong value there. Double the other night. You're just looking for five, six points. That's groovy. Here's my man. He's the new Williams Astadio. He's a big boy. Catching for the Toronto Blue Jays. Alejandro Kirk, 2200 bucks. One for three last night. Four for four with a homer and a double the night before. Those are his two main starts. He's had a little bit of starts here. Basically, in... I don't think he started the game 0 for two, but in his four starts, he's hit safely in all four of them, three or more points in all of them. Set three twenty-nine three and seven in his four starts. He's hitting four twelve. look at his minor league numbers, great hard hit rate. He's basically a Williams deal profile, except he's starting. He's twenty two hundred bucks versus Masahiro Tanaka, who I respect the crap out of. If pitching in Buffalo, he's a punt. So Kirk, Barnhart, Kelly, three punts you can look at, twenty six hundred and below, save some cash tonight at the catcher's position. Now we get to spend some cash. First base, you got Luke Voigt versus Robbie Ray at 54. That's always peachy. Don't hate that at all. Freeman in a GPP went deep again last night. He's 5,100. It is Sixto Sanchez, but he might get in that batter too against that Miami bullpen You can play that game if you choose. Uh, Goldschmidt at 5K versus Danny Duffy. Goldie just hasn't shown a consistent power, so it's hard to pay that price when Freeman's 100 more, but it is a good spot there for Goldie at 5K. Now you save some cash. Mike is first base, second base at 47. Uh, three straight games, a double-digit production. like that quite a bit. He's hit safely in four straights. He has extra base hits in th- uh, three of four. So you can give Moose a look at 47 versus Adrian Hauser if you're going to target Mr. Hauser, which has his good and bad, 4.45 team total for the Reds. Again, I said lefties versus Hauser. Lefties at 372. So Moose at 47. Worth a gamble if you want to pay up at the first base or second base position. Uh, going down farther, though, if you're going in with Toronto versus Tanaka, I don't hate it. It's just Tanaka is either good or bad. Like, that, that's the two things. He's either going to shut it down or it's going to be a, a very very nice evening for the Blue Jays. Lefties three thirty five, righties two eighty seven versus Tanaka. Vladito at forty three is intriguing a bit in that one. Uh, Carlos Martinez has been really really bad for the St. Louis Cardinals since he's got his call up. So you got the Royals tonight in an interesting spot. Lefties three eighteen, righties two eighty nine versus Carmart. If you're stacking, don't forget Hunter Dozier at 41 hits righty very, very well. You got Nate Lowe at only 3900 bucks against uh, Michael Walker. I can get behind that for sure. Put up an over for last night, but I've uh, been putting up some pretty solid production overall since his recall. He's 39. Um, not a must play, but he's in play. Belt pinch hit big double last night. He's 37 versus Castellani. That's a strong look too because Castellani's not been very good. Uh, the Gigantes have a 5.15 team total. Currently second highest on the slate. Still waiting on a lot of totals. But left, he's 372. Right, he's 373 versus Castellani. So belt at 37 is very, very good value in his situation tonight. Farther down to like Christian Walker at 33. I'll keep going back to him. Hit the ball well last night again. Faces Benjamin. That's good savings at 33. Then other than that, the guy I'm looking to, he's first base, third base eligible. He's 3K, hitting in the middle of the order, gets Eric Fetty tonight. Give me Alc Baum at 3K. That's a strong, strong look tonight in his matchup against Fetty. 3K for Baum, first base or third base. That is extreme savings. He's hitting third. Usually he's hitting – and you're from third to sixth in that lineup, usually third or fourth. He's hitting the ball extremely well. I wrote him up in the values article over at rotoballer.com. It's a premium article Monday, Wednesday, Friday that I take part in. And if you want to join Rotoballer, get the premium articles, the tools, and all that good stuff. And they have a premium Slack chat. 10% 10% off use promo code Bubba, So go check that out at Roto Baller. Second base position on this slate, Brandon Lau at 6K. Could be worth the look if you're stacking Tampa Bay, but as much as I want to attack Waka, I'm not going all in on attacking Waka, if that makes sense, because he's been okay this year. But obviously, the blow ups there left, he's hitting 347, right, he's 385. So you could go that direction if you choose. Like Ozzy Albee's at 54, another big night last night. Uh, DJ LeMahieu at 55, two really good spots. I'd rather pivot off of Lau. To the Mayhew or Albies in their matchups, even though I like Sixto, Albies swinging a very, very good stick, get to that bullpen, have some fun. Go below 5K, though, you got the likes of Robbie Cano. Glass now I mentioned, striking a lot of guys out, but he's also getting up the whole run from time to time. He walks a lot of guys. He gets out of the game early. The Rays bullpen is very good. Robbie Cano at 48 went deep again last night. Good savings. Really, if you just want to save at second base, you, can, and you but you still want to spin up a little bit, is at 47 is probably the way to go versus Adrian Hauser. Save a little bit of cash, go to Moose, have some fun there. Or just keep saving at second base, which isn't pretty. It's not great. But uh, Jose Altuve at 39 versus Margin Vicious, he's kind of getting it going. Whatever 0 for last night, like 0, 10, 0, 11, 9. So 9 or more and 3 of 5. He's showing signs of life, but it's just not the same Jose Altuve right now. But at 39, not an expensive price tag and a very good matchup versus the lefty Marge Vicious. So it could be one of those nights to go back. Or you just go to the guy I mentioned in the last few days. He got 11 more points last night. Another stolen base. He's stolen four bases over his last 10 games. Hitting 3.78 over his last 10. Averaging 9.5 over his last 10. He has 11 and 13 in his last two. He Has 11 or more in three of his last five. And that's Joey Wendell of the Toronto, uh, the Tampa Bay Rays facing Michael Walker. It's a good savings at 38. Good floor cash game upside. And if the Rays go off, he'll be a part of it. So keep that in mind at 38 for Wendell. A few others. Again, I mentioned once it starts getting cheaper at second base, it's not nearly as pretty at the position. It's, it's actually really, really rough. Like maybe a Garrett Hampson at 31 if he makes the lineup. It's not great by any means. Uh, Cattell, well, I forgot about this. I wrote this up in the premium article also. Okay, so Cattell Marte got activated from the IL yesterday. And typical to most sites, especially DraftKings, they haven't paid attention to that. So the prices came out again. Cattell Marte, second base outfit eligible. He's 2900 bucks. He went one for four last night in his return. Fine. He struggled a bit of late, but he was hurt. Return from the IL, switch hitter, crushes left-handed pitching, 2,900 bucks. Again, bombs at first base, third base. Marte's at second base outfield. You want to pay up for pitching? There you go. Very simple stuff, folks. Third base position, you got the red-hot Jose Ramirez facing Lucas Julio at 5,800 bucks. Pick your poison. So I'm going to say. Pick your poison. You got DJ LeMahieu at 55. Rafael Devers, if you think this is the night Kramer goes down, Devers at 54 is a strong play. I'm not so sure. I like Kramer a lot. Eventually, the young kid's going to have a hiccup. Rafael Devers at 54. Looking pretty, pretty, pretty good. So just keep that in mind. Going down at the third-base position, though, like Kyle Seager at 49ers, Granky, good GPP play in his situation there. Gene Segura went deep yesterday. He's 46. He could be a sneaky play, second-base, third-base. Never gets much ownership in his matchups. Went deep in game one of the doubleheader, for those keeping track at home. But uh, solid, solid floor little bit of upside at 46. Not a must play, but intriguing at his price point. I'd almost rather save 100 bucks in a GPP and go to Bigio, Kevin Biggio at 45. 14 more points last night as he went deep against the Yankees, seven or more in three straight, seven or more in four, uh, five of six. So pretty good floor. Not as consistent upside, but 4,500 versus Tanaka, if you believe in the Jays. Jays are a very good GPP stack. Not as confident against Tanaka because he can be good, but in Buffalo, can give up the long ball from time to time. Just not going this pitch is better as the season goes on. It's a tradition unlike any other. It gets shelled to start the season. Gets better better. Gets just in time for the postseason. And then deals. So uh, very interesting play there. Bregman at 44 if you're stacking against Marge Vicious. You can look that direction with Bregs. Uh, not the worst thing. Almost a total of five for the uh, Astros. Lefty's 421. Righty's 334 off of Marge Vicious. So Bregman at 44 gives you a little bit as well in his matchup. Otherwise, you can save some cash for the position. Like uh, Casey Mize has not been that great this year. Josh Donaldson at forty two, decent savings. Uh, Mikel Franco versus uh, Martinez, thirty nine hundred. If you're stacking the, the 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 Royals, you could again. Joey Wendell, second base, third base. He's thirty eight hundred bucks here. I prefer him at second base, but then again, you got Ketel Marte there, so you can move Wendell the third to save some cash. Don't hate it uh, if if that's what you're looking to do. Austin Riley's thirty six versus uh, versus 0 but Yoshi Tsutsugo. First Waka, we mentioned lefties versus Waka. Tsutsugo is only 3,500. GPP only because he's a lot of zeros, but some power from time to time. So Tsutsugo at 30, 35 if you're looking for some upside at the position. And then Alec Baum's 3K again. First base, third base, Alec Baum at 3K is very, very nice. Uh, Edwin Rios probably doesn't start because he's facing the lefty. But he's like 23. Shortstop. The door is 57, but Seager 56 versus the lefty. Still don't hate that. I got Tyler Anderson versus Beer. That's a fun GPP play. But Trey Turner at 53 versus Eflin. Very strong look. It's probably where I'd start at shortstop tonight based on matchups and price. Trey Turner at 53. You got Bogarts at 52. But give me Trey at 53. Or go to my boy, Bo Bichette at 5K. Put up a goose egg last night after prior to that, 14 and 17. Really getting it going as of late. Going to finish the season out strong. Hopefully get to the postseason. So Bo Bichette at 5K against Tanaka. Mondesi at 48 is in play. Big triple last night. He got Carmart for 48 tonight. Uh, Chris Taylor, another homer last night, crushing the baseball. Outfield shortstop eligible, gets the lefty Manaya at 46. I don't hate that at all. That's a really good look there for Chris Taylor. Dodgers a 4.9 team total. Lefties 249, righty's 288 versus Manaya. You can definitely go to some Chris Taylor in that matchup at 46. Hundo. Other than that, like Paul DeYoung is 42, Carter's Correa is 42. A little bit of savings versus some lefties, inconsistent bats, but uh, decent matchups for both of them. Probably go Correa and an Astro stack over DeYoung, who actually has righties better than lefties. But keep that in mind. Um, dropping down though, it's really bad at shortstop. You're going to want to pay up a little bit of shortstop because it's like I really can't recommend anybody right now unless we get lineups out that change things up. I I, I want to stay up top. I want to I want to Trey Turner. I want to Mondesi. I want to Bichette. We're probably going to go Chris Taylor at 46, though. That's probably where I'll end up landing against Manaya. Outfield, speaking of against Manaya, Mookie Betts is $6,300. He's not in Coors Field, folks. He's in LA. $6,300. Great matchup. Insane price tag. Well, not as insane as Brandon Lau at 6K, to be fair, but Mookie Betts is $63. That's steep. That's rich, folks. Like, give me one Soto at $58 for $500 cheaper against Zach Efflin. I'll take that one. Soto went deep yesterday. I'll take that matchup. Bryce Harper at 55 or steady a nice spot as well. That uh, Washington Philadelphia game, very game stackable. There's lots of value in that game, and there's lots of really good stuff like Harper and Soto as well. Uh, Whip Merrifield's always a cash game consideration for me at 52. You got Teoscar up to 51. That stings. That's a steep price tag for my, for one of my boys. That's a tricky one. You got Giancarlo Stan and Clint Frazier at 47 each versus Robbie Ray. I'll take Frazier in that matchup, but both really strong plays against Robbie Ray, who you can just. Literally take the to pound town if you feel like it. That's a really, really good, really good spot against Robbie Ray, who's just not good at baseball. Lefty's 277, righty's 361. So, good spot in Buffalo. The Yankees should have some serious fun tonight. Again, Chris Taylor's 46. AJ Pollock went deep also yesterday. He's 4,600. He's averaging 10.1 over his last thing. He's gone deep five times over his last 10. So, Pollock and Taylor, two really strong plays in, in that Dodgers lineup that are affordable that usually don't get looked at as much, especially a combo of the two. Not as common as usual. Maybe will be tonight, but not usually. George Springer, 46. Solid look there. Austin Slater. If he's in the lineup, he went deep last night. Usually prefer him versus lefties, but he's playing a lot with uh, you know, the Yaz out. So Slater at 45, not the worst thing in the world. You got Biggio, who I mentioned earlier. Nick Castellanos is interesting. We like lefties versus versus Hauserby's 44. Went deep yesterday. A play I really like tonight. At a great price tag is Alex Dickerson at 43. The dude just keeps hitting 423 over his last 10. Penchant home run last night. Then he walked later in the game. Really strong stuff from Dickerson. Uh, 4,300 bucks for Castellani. You got to love that. He's hitting 295 when they were 10 dogs. That's impressive for Alex Dickerson. He, just has, the, he has the baby swag too. He left for paternity leave, came back yesterday. Wife uh, had the baby. Beautiful stuff there. Forty three hundo for a dick. Max Kepler at 42 and deep yesterday as well. I prefer Dickerson in that range, but both worth a look. You got like Grichik and, and uh, Guriel, 41, 4K for the Jays if you're fading. Tanaka, good price points there. Uh, Jesse Winker's only 39, good lefty versus Hauser. He's been quiet of late, but don't hate it. Alex Verdugo, again, if you're not using Kramer, Verdugo at 39, nice value. Like a Verdugo-Devers one-two punch. Don't dislike that at all. Just consistency from uh, – he, he, Verdugo's hit safely in nine straight games. Like he's got a nice hitting streak coming in, hitting 330 on the year, setting the table – with the Red Sox could go on the night, Verdugo's a good piece at 39. Love Buxton at 38. Talked him up a ton yesterday. He was the cover boy in my free DK article at Roto Baller. Went deep in his first at-bat, hitting 333 over his last day with seven home runs. He um, got Casey Meiss tonight. And I'm going to go right back to the Buxton. Well, I like that quite a bit. I also like Kyle Tucker. I mentioned on this show and on the Line Star show, the one piece I want the most out of the Houston lineup on last night was Kyle Tucker. Put up 23 points, four for five. Run scored, double, RBI, stolen base. Hitting 324 over his last 10, gonna get it going again. Lefty lefty matchups, but lefty hit lefties hit Marge Vicious better than righties this year. And I expect Marjov Vicious not to last too long. So Tucker at 38 is a nice value. In that one, Aaron Hicks, switch hitting for the Yankees at 38. So again, some nice savings here. You don't have to go all the way up. You can start like at 42 or 43 with Dickerson and come on down here. There's a lot of good plays on a 14-game slate that you can get pitching tonight. You really can. You might not be able to stack the way you want to. You might have to do two-man stacks or do one, like, three, three-man stack and then a bunch of one-offs. Be different on the slate. You can do that with some strong plays, good floors, with some upside in their situations. Brian Mountcastle at 37. If you want some value with Baltimore against Eovaldi, he's in play. Uh, Jeff McNeil at 36 for Glass, not more GPP than cash. But if you're stacking Philly, I mentioned this value in this Philly-Washington uh, game. McCutcheon at 35 definitely brings you value in that one. A few other ones here. Uh, Michael Brantley, 34. Don't worry about lefty-lefty. That's good savings. Like a Brantley-Tucker one-two punch, not expensive. Very good look for you uh, in that matchup. There's a ton. There's a ton down here. Like I'm not going to mention all of them. There's a couple I want to highlight. But there's a lot of options like Jamie J, 31. If you're going all in on Boston, you could go there. Not looking to do that. Like Akiyama and Goodwin are two lefties in Cincinnati see where they're hitting in the lineup. They're k they're intriguing if you, if you want to go all in with Cincy. Not saying you have to, but that's an option. Again, Cattell Marte, is second base and outfield eligible at twenty nine, so he's another look for you. in uh, GPPs, you got guys like Gregory Polanco and Darren Ruff, both at twenty eight GPP only with those two. Jorge Soler is still twenty seven. The price tag went up two hundred bucks since yesterday. Still stupid cheap, and his matchup Scott Kingery is only twenty six for steady. He's second base outfield eligible. So that's another piece of savings with with that matchup. Victor Robles is twenty five hundred. I know he's not been great, great, but um, he still has hit safely in five of his last six games. So he's getting on base. You never know what can happen once he does that. Twenty five hundred, and then our boy um, DJ Stewart's twenty five. Cedric Mullins twenty five. Stewart, I love big game last night. Both of those nice values. So there's a ton down here. There's, there's even more that I didn't mention, but I got to get you out of here because this is quick hits, not long hits. So I got to hurry this one up here. But um, lots to go for on a 14-game slate. Again, it starts at 6.05 Eastern, so remember that an hour earlier lock. Keep that in mind. Um, recapping your pitching, you got Bieber and Gilito. Great matchup up top. Both good options. Prefer Bieber at home. Strikeout upside. All that good stuff. Both phenomenal. But I'll pivot to Bauer against the Milwaukee team that strikes out a ton. And match him with Maeda against a Detroit team that strikes out a ton. Two elite options. Solid floor between them both. Potentially 65-plus point upside if all things go right. So like that with Bauer and Maeda. Glassnell is an interesting GPP in that range as well. You got Kyle Hendricks at 83. Very good cash game play. Prefer him at home than on the road, but back-to-back good road starts. Four straight starts over 20 points, and he dominated Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh a couple starts ago. So Hendricks at 83, definitely in play. If you don't want to go Maeda-Bauer, but you want to go, like, say, Bauer-Hendricks or Maeda-Hendricks, that's an option for you as well. Sixto Sanchez and GPPs only, but I'm probably going to pass tonight because I respect Atlanta that much, but Sixto can shut them down. So keep that in play. Then your other punt is um, Dean Kramer of the Baltimore Orioles at 67 if you need to go there. That's only if you want to stack up the big bats, which I get. Like if you want to go like a 6-0 Kramer, if you're multi-entering a GPP, that's the ultimate boomer bust stuff. You get all the bats you want with two volatile pitching options. But if they pan out and you got all the bats, you never know. But I'm going to try to make Bauer Maeda work for me tonight, maybe mix in a couple more. Multi-entering fun tonight. I like to keep it single entry to three max if I can. But lots of ways to go. Cash game should be fun tonight. There should be a lot of offense, so keep that in mind. It could be a roller coaster ride. But, again, if you have any questions, hit me up on Twitter, at BDN I'll help you out there. Also, come join the free fan sports DGN Slack chat, which will uh, take care of you over there talking all sports, all good things. Also, if you'd like to join Rotoballer.com, you can watch the video on the Rotoballer YouTube channel. Give it a like and a share. But also, join the premium package where you get the the, um, tools, other articles, premium Slack chat that works 10% off with promo code Bubba. And if you give a rating review on iTunes for the podcast, I would really, really appreciate it. But that wraps us up. A 14-game slate. We used to have 14-game slates a lot on a normal season. I believe this was the first one all season with like three days to go in the season. Awesome stuff. Thanks for sticking around this long. I'll be back with you tomorrow. But this was MLB DFS Quickets here Wednesday, September 23rd edition. I'm out.